This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I was walking. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stephen King cast, one man's musings on the works of Stephen King. Each week, I'll review one entry in the bibliography of Stephen King in the chronological order of publication, which brings us to this episode, which is a bonus episode that will be released on the same day as the third part in a three-part review of Stephen King's 1990 re-release of The Stand, the complete and unabridged edition. So what this episode is, is going to tie in the... Um, the, the, the stand into the, the, the larger Stephen King universe, specifically the Dark Tower series. So if you have not read the Dark Tower series, then I would not um, continue with this particular episode. I would come back later after you have finished the Dark Tower. So the first Dark Tower connection clearly is Randall Flagg. Um, so if you have not done so already, I have talked about Flagg at length um, I have spoken about Flag in the um, Gunslinger review, the second part of the Gunslinger review, the um, Eyes of the Dragon review. There's a bonus episode um, in Eyes of the Dragon. I believe I spoke about Randall Flag in uh, the bonus episode of the, the of it, um, as well as the Drawing of the Three episode and the bonus episode to Drawing of the Three. So I have spoken about Flag at length. I mean, and then, of course, there's all of the times I spoke about Flag within the three-part review of The the Stand, um, and next week's episode, Stand, uh, the movie directed by Mick Garris. So I have spoken at length about Flag, um, but Flag, if you, you still don't know his connection to the larger Dark Tower universe... Randall Flagg is not just Randall Flagg. Randall Flagg is um, someone who was actually born by the name Walter Paddock, who um, sought out magic, and when he was a boy, he was traveling on the road. He wound up being raped, and from there, that, that kind of set him, as we are led to believe, down a, a dark path, which uh, led him to, to seek out um, dark magic, and throughout the centuries, his power amassed and grew and grew and grew, and at some point, he became aware of the Dark Tower, he became aware of the, the being at the top, or not even at the top, but um, that was locked within the Dark Tower, the Crimson King, um, who is the antagonist throughout the Dark Tower series, um, and his motivations are never made clear within the Dark Tower, but he serves as an adversary to Roland, the last gunslinger, who is our main character, and he has taken various guises um, throughout Roland's life to either um, discredit him before he has come of age so that he will not reach the tower, um, or has been there to, to tempt him um, away from the, the tower. So he has taken on the role of Martin Broadcloak early in Roland's life, and Martin Broadcloak was the uh, the right hand man and advisor to Roland's father, who was the the sort of king of of Roland's uh, kingdom of Gilead. 
and uh, Roland's father, Stephen, was the the din of the gunslingers, so he was the leader of the gunslingers, and his right-hand man was this, this magician who uh, seduced Roland's mother and turned her against her son. And Roland discovered this because Flag under Martin wanted him to discover it so that Roland would go off and... Uh, take his gunslinger test, so to speak, earlier in his life at a point where Martin thought that Roland wasn't ready in the hopes that he would fail his test and then be sent west. And if he was sent west and he wasn't a gunslinger, then he wouldn't ultimately go on and pursue his destiny, which was to achieve the tower. Roland passed the test. Roland uh, Martin fled. Um, at that time, we don't know what happened to Martin. But at some point, a character named Walter came traveling through. Walter um, was just Martin in a various disguise. Um, Flag traveled through um, Gilead at this time under the name Flag with two characters from Drawing of the Three. I'm sorry, um, uh, Eyes of the Dragon, hot on his heels. So let me stop now and talk a little bit about Eyes of the Dragon. He was Flag as we know him pretty much. He went by the name of Flag and he was a magician in a kingdom known as Delane. Um, serving under the, the rule of many, many kings and queens, um, amassing power as he went and just sowing chaos um, and just causing despair. Um, the, the depiction of Flag in Eyes of the Dragon is very, very close to the depiction of Flag as we get him in the stand. And upon the conclusion, he is bested by the characters in Eyes of the Dragon, and he, he, he runs away, um, and as he is chased, he is chased through... Gilead, the the world of the gunslingers. Um, when we first meet Roland, the last gunslinger in the pages of the gunslinger, the first line is the man in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. So the first, the first um, character to really that we meet or or is introduced to is the man in black. Those are the opening words, the man in black, who happens to be Randall Flagg. So he's the subject there, and the gunslinger. Um, you know, is is in pursuit of him, and the man in black reveals himself to be Walter, um, the, the character who had traveled through Gilead. Um, his his name is Walter Odim, and um, he tries to have Roland basically corrupt his soul um, so that he won't be worthy of reaching the tower. Um, this backfires in Walter's face. Um, Roland continues, he receives a little bit of redemption, and then Randall Flagg, as we know him, pops back up in the pages of the Wastelands. He gives him, he, um, he takes one of the antagonists from the Wastelands, the TikTok Man, under his wing. Um, the TikTok Man then serves him, much in the same way that Trash Can Man served him. He even actually has him say, my life for you, and then we meet him again in the pages of uh, Wizard and Glass. And ultimately... Flag is undone in the pages of the Dark Tower when Roland's mutant son, Mordred, uh, takes him out um, and kills him, which at the time drove me nuts. Um, but now it makes, you know, I, I think that's fitting, that a character this loathsome does not get his his grand finale. He doesn't get his, um, you know, his his blaze of glory moment. He, he isn't in the main event uh, because he doesn't deserve it. I, th I think that that's great. Um, so that's Flag, and I will definitely talk about Flag um, in upcoming episodes. And as we get back into the Dark Tower, I'll definitely talk about Flag. So this is not the end. This is not the end of Randall Flag for us.
Up next, we have the burning eye. Um, so, I mean, many characters, they, they describe uh, a sensation of a, of a burning eye in the night searching for them. Um, that, that's a reference to Tolkien and the Eye of Sauron, but at the same time, King repurposes it into his own lore later on with the, the Eye of the Crimson King. Um, furthermore, we have an eye in, um, in these magic stones that that uh, flag will give those that, that serve him. And just, I don't think that at the time... Uh, I don't think at the time King knew where, that he was going to create a character named the Crimson King, but I think that it all kind of came from the same inspiration and, and wound up um, taking on another form in his works later on down the road when we first meet um, the Crimson King that's in the pages of Insomnia. Number three, Flag's plans and the visions that people have of the Siege of Boulder is very reminiscent of John Farson. Um... So John Farson is a character in the pages of the the Dark Tower who read a who led a rebellion against the gunslingers and um, really what he's looking to do is to uh, just sow dissent um, and cause chaos, which is very very similar to to Flag's plans. And the world of the stand is visited in Wizarding Glass, and I need to. Well, clearly I need to reread Wizard and Glass, and I will reread Wizard and Glass at some point, but I'm not quite sure if... If you read the... I believe, if you read the unabridged edition, which came out in 1990, so it takes place in 1990, I believe that's what... I'm having a hard time trying to phrase this. Basically, and I don't know why I'm having a hard time trying to phrase this, but... So, when they go, when when um, Blaine the Mono dumps Eddie and, and Roland, Susanna, Jake, Oi, and Roland into uh, Topeka, Kansas, uh, the Topeka, Kansas that they're dumped into, it's it's one possible world among the, 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 the multiverse. And it's a world that has been decimated by Captain Trips. So as far as I remember, it is a world of the stand, not the world of the stand. But it's, it's still a really cool moment when you get to that point in the Dark Tower series and you say, oh my god, I know this place. Um, number five is My Life For You. Um, when, I guess after Stephen King re-released The Stand, I think that he started in his mind, started to really see the, the connections here and what he could do with Randall Flagg. So it was no surprise that Randall Flagg winds up showing up almost immediately after in the Wastelands. And he comes into the Wastelands not... Uh, not like uh, Martin or the Man in Black, not with some billowing cloak, um, less of a magician and more of the, uh, you know, rhetorical uh, ranger that, that he is right here. Yeah, he comes as, I don't remember, is it Faraday? Uh, I, I don't remember the, the initials RF, but I mean, he's coming over with the, the sort of rules that were established here in the stand, which is that every time he takes a new alias, it's it, it has the, the initials RF. He'll later just say, you know what, I mean, th this guy, I mean, the name Flag is just so him, we're just going to call him Flag, and, and so he kind of does away with the RFs, um, but the, he's Flag. But so Flag shows up in uh, the Wastelands and immediately he has the TikTok man who's lying there almost dying and he, he makes him say my life for you and gives, you know, which is a, a reference to the trash can man and he, he, he mentions the trash can man. He doesn't call him trash can man, but, you know, he does speak of him fondly still. And, uh, you know, he, he talks about the end of, of the stand. So that is a great Easter egg for, for Stephen King fans right there. 
And number six is Ka. I mean, this is huge. Um, you know, Ka is a wheel. Is one of the Dark Tower's most famous phrases, and it's thematically referenced here in the opening and closing titles of the book. The circle opens and the circle closes. The fact that Flag emerges from the end of the book to wreak havoc and build a dark society in another location just reinforces the concept that it's all happened before and will happen again, and that functions as the heart of the Dark Tower books. Furthermore, at one point, the judge thinks the crow looking at him, seeming to grin. And it came to him with a dreamy, testicle-shriveling certainty that this was the Dark Man, his soul, his Ka, somehow projected into this rain-drenched, grinning crow that was looking in at him, checking up on him. So he named, like, he just drops the bomb Ka right there, which is a huge connection to the Dark Tower. Now, King has often used the ideas of uh, cycles and repetition. We've seen it in It. We've seen it in the Dark Tower series, like I said. And, um, you know, here in The Stand, uh, you know, as Tom states, Randall Flagg never dies. Um, he always exists, according to God's Tom. He'll always wait for his time to come around again. You know, King even ends the novel with the following two sentences. Life was such a wheel that no man could stand upon it for long. And it always, at the end, came round to the same place again. It's a theme that Roland Deschain would tell you was very accurate. And when you look closer at it, it renders the title and the point of the novel completely moot. I mean, just look at what King writes. Life is a wheel that no man could stand upon. I mean, basically, he's saying that it doesn't matter what happens in this book. It's all happened before, and as evidenced from the growing police force in Boulder, it's all going to happen again. That is a very bleak look at everything that goes down. That's a pretty pessimistic view on human nature right there, but it's pretty honest. Um, and even still, King retains optimism, you know, in the face of the growing family, you know, with, with uh, the representation of the growing family, with... Uh, Stu and Franny and, and baby Peter. I mean, there is hope, but there's going to be hope against a growing darkness. And unfortunately, that darkness is starting to grow in Boulder, which is such um, I don't know, a corruption of everything that they had worked for. And it's no, you know, I mean, it, it, it's no surprise that over in Boulder, the darkness is starting to grow and it ends with you know, the, the, the Dark Man rising once again. So with the Dark Man still being out there, his presence is enough to just taint humanity uh, and and continue the, the same tropes over and over and over again. And that kind of pessimism um, is explored again uh, in much greater detail uh, with the Dark Tower. So spoiler alert, like I said, you shouldn't be listening to this if you have not read the Dark Tower, but I mean, the, the ending of the Dark Tower is a brutal ending for fans that were looking for redemption. Um, there, there is a chance of redemption, but we don't get it right now. I mean, the, the ending is torture. The ending is hell, as Roland, um, after slaughtering his way through Midworld and Our World and many other worlds after... Uh, being responsible uh, either directly or indirectly with the deaths of everybody he loves um, is not granted salvation in, in the concluding pages. He is granted eternal life. Um, he is stuck 
in the concept of Ka is a wheel and he will be forced to continue going over and over and over again um, his brutal blood-drenched life without conscious uh, memory of the lives that he has lived before but um, on some level knowing that he is damned he is doomed um, if he doesn't change his ways uh, but because Roland is so single-minded and Roland is so focused and driven on you know his quest and he's obsessive those those layers and those previous lives are, are buried so so deep um, they can't rise to the surface and take control of that obsessive nature that he has so he's constantly forced to replay these these awful drug um, blood-drenched actions that that define who he is but you know Stephen King as we know does does leave a little bit of hope in the form of a horn um, which shows that there there's a change he has changed something and, and it leads us to believe that every time he starts again on this quest and he's dumped back in the Mohane desert where it, it begins anew that there is a he's a little better off and he's making these incremental steps towards ultimate redemption where hopefully he will choose life over over uh over death um so the ending of the stand in some ways is the growing darkness clearly also uh reflects with the the end of of the dark tower in that regard okay guys um like I said, I, I think that I, I spoke at length about the, the things that I, I typically would have reserved here in previous podcast episodes, specifically around Randall Flagg. This should be the, the Randall Flagg bonus episode, but I've already touched upon that. Um, so if you, if you still want more and you haven't gone through the other podcast episodes, feel free to go through the other podcast episodes. You can check out the Eyes of the Dragon. You can check out the Eyes of the Dragon bonus edition, Eyes of the Tower. So even if you haven't read Eyes of the Dragon, um, the bonus edition will um, probably satiate your, your Randall Flag needs. Uh, you can head on over to the second part of the, uh, the Gunslinger review. Um, and 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 in in those two particular episodes, you'll get you'll get a lot of of Randall Flag talk and conversation and and thoughts and musings. So, um, so I would I would strongly recommend you head on over there if you haven't done so already. All right, everyone, um, that is all that I have for now. Um, so make sure that you uh, head on over to iTunes if you haven't done so already. Um, like I always say, um. You know, the, the more subscriptions I get, the more uh, uh, reviews I get. It just it makes it more noticeable and prevalent in searches and in categories. Um, so that, that would really, really help a lot get the, the Stephen King cast out there. Um, and always feel free to write in. I've been getting a lot of emails lately, so I'm going to start, uh, you know, reading them on air again. Um so, you know, keep the emails coming. I love it. It's it's great whenever I sit down and I check my, my inbox and I see a couple emails sitting there. I know that sometimes it takes me a while to, to get back to everybody and I apologize. Um, but keep them coming. And uh, next week I will be launching into Stephen King's second novella collection, Four Past Midnight. And the structure of those episodes is going to be different from how I structured the um, different seasons um, episodes when I released different seasons 
Um, I I did one story a week, which took I believe six weeks or so because I had released um, Apt Pupil, then I released Apt Pupil the movie, I released Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, then I released the episode on the Shawshank Redemption, I released The Body, then I released Stand by Me. So that we we spent six weeks in one place when I I really just want to keep on moving forward, moving forward. So um, you're going to be getting. Um, a lot of podcast episodes um, dumped out into uh, the ether uh, in pretty rapid succession uh, when it comes to the the different seasons, uh, or sorry, the, the Four Past Midnight episodes. So I will be releasing uh, the Langoliers, um, and then the Langoliers movie. I'll be releasing um, Secret Window, Secret Garden, and then the Secret Window movie, and then I'll be releasing the Sun Dog. Um, and as I record this, I'm probably going to just release everything in the same week. Um, so I can move on to the next book in the collection, which is the uh, incredible, incredible uh, Needful Things, which I am currently rereading right now. Um, and I'm loving it, loving it, guys. So we got a, good, a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, and I will see you here next week. Same King Time, same King Channel. Stephen King cast. This land was made for you and me. This land was made for you and me This land was made for you and me